It's Monday, August 23rd. I'm Brian McElhatton. This is the ABC 21 Daily. Vaccine rates across Indiana are lagging behind much of the rest of the country. But today, the FDA gave full approval to the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine. Some doctors are hoping that will mean more people who are skeptical of it right now may get the nudge they need to get the shot. Jeff Newmeyer has more on that. Yeah, Brian, one possible outcome that the full approval for the Pfizer shots will increase the public's confidence in COVID vaccines in general. Of course, uh, various hospitals and other health care officials in our area have been dispensing those shots now for a long time since early this year. Now, but there's another important side to this. Will this approval prompt more institutions such as schools and companies to order vaccine mandates, kind of mentioned in the last story, in workplaces or educational environments. In nearby Huntington County, the COVID threat is listed in the orange category. Cases there and across our region are uh, pretty far up the past several weeks. Today through Wednesday, folks can come to a mobile vaccination clinic outside Huntington's Walmart store. People can be tested for the virus and walk right up to get a Johnson & Johnson or Pfizer COVID shot. Brianni Baer sought out a test today to see if she might be COVID positive since three members of her immediate family are showing clear symptoms. Huntington County's public health officer believes the FDA action is just what the doctor ordered to convince more people that vaccination is the right move. Brianni Baer thinks it will take more than that to get most naysayers off the fence. They're going to have to mandate it in order for it to happen because there's just so many people out there that are skeptical. It's, I mean, it's all new for everybody, you know? first pandemic in forever. Now we have more long-term safety outcomes um, on that. And so it's it's showing the population that we've been watching the people who have gotten Pfizer. Uh, we know what's happened. It's still a very safe vaccine. Uh, the risks of the vaccine are less than the risk of COVID. In this country was founded on certain principles and, and laws and things. And I don't think that you can force somebody to inject, you know, a chemical or whatever it is exactly into their body if they don't want to. Now, Lafayette Jordan, who we spoke with today in Fort Wayne, says he's heard too many excuses from people unwilling to get COVID shots. He's glad there's now one less excuse available to skeptics who are resisting vaccination. The mobile vaccination clinic we mentioned in Huntington opened noon to 8 p.m. today, tomorrow, and on Wednesday. Thank you, Jeff. Let's show you today's COVID-19 numbers in Indiana. There were 1,685 new cases reported today. No new deaths. The positivity rate, though, is 10.8%, well above the CDC's recommended rate of 5%. Mayor Henry says he's headed back to the office. Last week, Henry and his wife tested positive for COVID-19. Henry's office says he's finished his 10-day quarantine. He's ready to get back to work. The mayor is fully vaccinated and says the vaccine helped him with a speedy recovery. COVID-19 concerns on campus are prompting one school district to switch to remote learning for at least a week or two. Smith Green Schools in Cherubusco will begin distance learning on Wednesday. They'll remain that way through Labor Day. The announcement follows what the superintendent calls an increase in positive tests among students and staff there. The decision will allow for proper contact tracing and officials hope reduce the spread of virus in the community. And with the increase in COVID-19 cases in Allen County, the health commissioner, Dr. Matthew Sutter, is issuing a health advisory. He's using that declaration to push this message home, that you should get the COVID-19 vaccine, that you should wear masks inside. And schools, he said, 
should insist on masks in their classrooms. But this is not a mandate. However, Sutter is sounding the alarm. He says hospitals are filling up with very ill COVID-19 patients, and the counties, uh, Allen County's vaccination rate lags behind the national average. Today marked the first day of classes for Purdue-Fort Wayne this school year. This semester, the classes are back in person, but it's not all business as usual. After lifting its mask mandate over the summer, the university is back to requiring masks inside the campus buildings. University leaders say the requirement is a temporary one, but it will remain in place until COVID-19 numbers begin to improve. So far, they're only growing worse. An 18-month-old girl was pulled from a pond in Adams County late Sunday night. Just after 7.30, that girl was reported missing near State Road 124 on the Wells-Adams County line. A family member found the girl in a pond at the home. Efforts to revive her did not work. America and its allies are facing a looming deadline in Afghanistan. Get their people out by August 31st or else. That's what the Taliban is saying. But as thousands of Afghan refugees go to places in Europe, ultimately bound most likely for the United States, could we see any of those refugees find new homes here in Northeast Indiana? It's a possibility. Corinne Rose has more on that. As thousands of Afghans continue to plead at the airport in Kabul for asylum in the United States, organizations across America are preparing for the influx of refugees. It's just utterly heartbreaking to watch the video footage, and it you can't help but be moved. Dan Florin says Catholic Charities' mission is to help people in need, no matter their race, ethnicity, or other factors. Catholic Charities in Fort Wayne has resettled thousands of refugees since 1975 and is waiting to hear from the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops about whether it will receive any from Afghanistan. The conference should know more after a meeting Wednesday. We have a certain capacity based upon historical trends. Um, at, at this point, it's too early to know what that may mean for our agency here. Resettlement Director Nian Chan says because so many refugees arrive with barely more than the clothes on their backs, Catholic Charities provides everything they might need to land on their feet. Sending at their housing, at their food, at their clothes, everything they need to save the day of their lives. Also, in the, in the long run, we have to make sure their children are enrolling in school. He says another major component is to work with local businesses so that they understand how hiring refugees is so important for them to get on the path to self-sufficiency as soon as possible. Some people affiliated with Catholic Charities are heading to military bases in Texas to work with the federal government to organize activities and welcome the Afghans who are already arriving. The U.S. government will screen refugees for any security concerns before they're resettled. If any of them come here, leaders ask that you treat them with compassion. Don't judge. They're, they, um, they, they have every right to, to have a, a, play, a roof under them, uh, food clothes on their back. That's what our um, capabilities provide for. He also says Catholic Charities will not resettle more Afghan refugees here than the organization can handle. Corinne Rose, ABC 21. Catholic Charities over the years has brought to Fort Wayne many Burmese refugees. In fact, Fort Wayne is home to one of the largest populations of Burmese people outside of that country, now known by many as Myanmar.
That's it for today's edition of the ABC 21 Daily. More headlines online on our website, WPTA21.com, and on the ABC 21 mobile news app. Headlines in your pocket 24 hours a day. I'm Brian McElhatton. Thank you for listening. I hope to see you back here tomorrow.